Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Tonight I have Twitch Troy. No. Does that Twitch. Dot TV slash Troy. CNN. Or Twitch I'm Troy. trying to think of an alliteration name for you. I did set up a subdomain on my dedicated uh, redirect domain name that I have, which is 301.zone. 301.zone. So I set up um, a redirect just for you. Because someday in the future, you'll want it to redirect to your site and not some other site, some other company's site, like Twitch. Mm. So, it's Troy, spelled N-O-O-B, dot <laughs> 301.zone. Well, Ryan, they might, get, they might get confused with yours, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I set noob.301zone to redirect permanently to you, which... Right now, it actually just goes to Troy.301.zone, and that is a 302. It's a temporary redirect. Those are HTTP responses. Okay. That will redirect people to your Twitch stream for now. Very cool. Because I keep forgetting to mention it, so Troy.301.zone. So I see we have a... Is there an Apple Keynote? What, what's going on with Apple? I haven't, I haven't seen anything yet. What's the highlights? Uh, the iPhone 12. I'll just skip over all the highlights and talk about what I know or what I what I like because I assume that anybody uh, can go everyone, watch it. But what's the everyone what's the but cool you parts? knows? Uh, the uh, the iPhone 12 Pro has native RAW support for photos. Yeah, 10 bit RAW. What's so? Uh huh. Red, blue, and green are no longer 8-bit color, where it's 256 shades of red, blue, green, and uh, black and white. I hear the grays are coming. Or is that a motorcycle gang? No, that is the planes, because I live uh, nearby the airport. When Do they stop at, like, 7.30? Because we They're didn't pick them up last time. supposed to stop at 10 o'clock, but because of the way COVID is, planes, there's no, like, set schedule. It's very infrequent. Sometimes... Okay. Yeah, this is all over the place now. And I even have one like at 12 o'clock at night, and that's just been like, why is there a plane going off? It shouldn't be. They're supposed to stop at 10. Yeah, that was not the grays. Not this time. Not they this come time. at 9. They wait till you go to sleep? Yeah. They check in. With their long fingers? Long proby fingers. Also, 10-bit ten uh, 10-bit video on the Pro camera or the, the pro phone the same the same uh amount of data basically for video and well, i guess it makes sense because it's using the same camera well, right it's not clear to me that it's raw video but it's oh, 10 okay. bits so it could be yeah i don't know i don't know how compressed or uncompressed it is it kind of would make sense if they could shoot they could theoretically shoot sort of uncompressed video to the fast built-in nvme but I'm excited about it because that means with the photos and with the video that you can make adjustments and you can actually white balance after the fact without mm -hmm. uh, producing a whole bunch of banding in the colors. Sometimes you'll tweak the colors and um, because of the way JPEGs are, they're a lossy compression format. When you adjust them too much, adjust the brightness, you make a dark image too bright or something, you start to reveal lots of compression artifacts 
and nasty banding where uh, if a photo had a really dark portion of it and you tried to brighten it to be level with the rest of it, you may end up pulling out um, kind of like smudgy compression with uh, weird colors that get revealed in the darkness, like green. Stuff that's obviously not in the photo, but because of the lossy JPEG compression and the lower bit depth of the image, it's just not as flexible. Once you move to 10 bits, you have, what is that, like 1024 uh, shades of every color? Basically, it's, it's another... It's another item where it's like, what's the point of getting a, a standalone SLR? Because that used to be the big thing is that you get your standalone camera because you could you could shoot it in RAW and then do all the photo editing at home, but now it's like one less thing to even get a camera for. Yeah, and technically since the 11, no, the 10s and the 11, you could mm-hmm. use third-party apps to shoot RAW. But Oh, so the the, the hardware was there, just the software for the sort native of. camera. The what was raw it doing then? format that I guess was revealed through some API that Apple opened up or something, it would produce uh, just raw sensor data. It would just sample what it can in the images. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were missing something. Whatever magic the, the original camera app does, where it bakes in all this computational photography magic that it does, it basically cheats. It's able yeah. to pull out the blue from the sky and make that real it punches up the blue it makes it look real good and all of those steps that are missing like the high dynamic range and stuff that would be missing when you just sample the raw single frame from an iphone uh 11 or a 10s that stuff should should be in this special raw format that apple's making it has that raw sample it's actually multiple samples um and and then I guess there's some kind of system of layers. I'm not really sure how it works, but it seems like all of the changes that the camera system makes to the original image to make it look so good, there are somehow steps to produce an image. So it's like it's uh, generated every time you look at the raw image. So that allows you to go in there and change how much HDR, I guess. Because it's, it's using multiple samples, so it would let you theoretically adjust how much of another um, exposure you'd like to incorporate in the final image. So that's why when you have two people, one has an iPhone, another person has, let's, I'm just trying to think about what this is. Google Pixel, they could take a picture of the same thing in the same light, same darkness, yet Apple's photo will look a little bit different than the Pixel photo because they're using different algorithms to generate the image. It's not actually, you're not just getting the, you know, light goes in the eye hole and then it pops out. It's actually manipulating it on yep. some layer. It's heavily manipulating it, particularly with the night mode since the iPhone 11 and, and now the 12. They're totally cheating. Um, you're familiar with photography, and as you know, you really can't handhold a photo that's less than like 125ths of a second. Yeah, you'll start to see the motion when you are yeah. jiggling the handle. So the phones have a built-in image stabilizer, so they could take it down a whole nother stop, maybe two, 
mm-hmm. and you can kind of hold that steady. But the iPhone, as of the 11, will actually, once the night, fo- night mode is enabled, it'll let you crank up the exposure to 30 seconds. How is that possible? It's not. <laughs> Magic. So it takes lots of pictures as you hold it there for like the three, most... mm-hmm. three seconds to 30 seconds. And then most of those images are useless because there's long exposures, short exposures. Um, yeah. It, it's just looking for ones that looked clear and then it stitches them all together. That's sort of what I do when I'll take a picture of, you know, like you can turn on motion. So it takes like a series of like a little video alongside the photo. Mm-hmm. And then I'll look for the key photo that actually had the subject like in focus or it was looking the way that I want it to look or whatever. Sort of doing that, but for night mode so it gets a a composite of all of them together yeah and it brings out a lot of the colors and uh possibly you can do that raw or create a raw image of that Uh, i'm not really sure we'll see it sounds like it's a software update that they'll release later but for now it's just going to be the normal camera app Speaking of updates, are they uh, are they discontinuing it? Did they mention anything like that? I don't think it'd pop up in every keynote, but any any word on the street? Like, is my iPhone seven safe, Ryan? As long as you're getting iOS updates, it's safe. I think okay. once a device hits five years, it's considered obsolete or vintage or something. I think maybe it's five years, then it's vintage, and then Let's seven see, iPhone. is obsolete. Something like that. iPhone's 12, 7's next. Uh, that's okay. It's actually working out because my my charge cable is starting to like not be as like strong and holding the cable together. It'll slip out if I'm not careful. And then like the cheaper the cord, the easier it'll slip out. Oh. Maybe it's time for a new phone. Who knows? Yeah, there's little pins on the side that kind of mm. grasp it when you slip it in. I don't know if you remember the 30-pin connectors, but there was a period of time where... The iPhone took a 30-pin connector, and the old iPod 30-pin connectors for charging, uh, they had, like, fangs. Like a vampire. What's an iPod? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you mean an iPhone. You're, you're describing an iPhone. Yeah, I, I remember those wide, wide charge cables that just everything worked for. The iPod, the iPod Mini, they made everything work on the same cable. It seemed like... There were lots of analog connectors built in there for um, old TV connections. Oh, yeah. And then they switched it with the lightning connector where that whole interface is some proprietary special snowflake that they make. And I guess it's the, the pins are programmable. They can use them for whatever they want. And if you ever use one of those HDMI to lightning adapters... Mm-hmm. The ones from Apple, uh, I'm pretty sure all of them have to have this. There's actually a little operating system inside there. And when you plug it in, it actually boots up and transcodes a video uh, stream and converts it to output over HDMI. Wait, so... From HDMI to It goes from a video stream Mm -hmm. out of the phone over USB or whatever magic interface they're using. That video stream has all the data? To a chip on the end of the little dongle that's hanging off your phone. That chip Mm -hmm. converts it and outputs it over HDMI. 
just sounds like black magic to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand where, where like it's kind of garbage because okay, so it, it does not work well. It sounds like it would. Well, it, it works. It's mm-hmm. totally functional. But if you compare it against a, a third gen iPad, which I think was the last one to have the thirty pin connector, mm-hmm. the output of that is raw HDMI. If you then buy any other iPad after that, and you look at the output on a TV, and it's all big and blown up. There's actually compression artifacts around the text and it's lower quality on all the newer iPads because of the lightning connector. Because of that whole encoding decoding process. Well, I'm just glad we're in better days. I was thinking about as I was driving home using Apple Maps and I was like, I remember when Apple Maps first came out, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is so nice. And so it was so fun to watch yourself moving along the map, along the Along your destinated route, but now it's just like, can you imagine about the app, that? Right? Yeah, but just like it used they to constantly even use the phone to navigate around. Yeah, we had to use Magellan, TomTom, something else, or Navigon. Yahoo Maps if you're really old. Navigon. Navigon, that was the third one. Yeah, I remember I, I tried to load that up on your iPhone or something. But I that think was it nice because. Would sign out first, well no it was fine eventually they updated and then i had to ask you to re-sign in but that worked well because when i first got the iphone that you gave me i didn't want to get data i was really resistant i didn't, I didn't want to get data i want to pay for it but that navigon would still work because it had all the maps preloaded and then the iphone even without data could use gps and i want to say it was using like it would detect what routers were nearby and it could tell via the router would generally where it was something yeah. like that it was very very black magic i was like running around without data but able to navigate on my little my little uh honda scooter <laughs> oh that seems crazy now i was on the freeway with that thing going 65 <laughs> oh, i couldn't imagine now that'd be like death yeah that, that is insane <laughs> But on the 405, when all traffic is stopped, and I mean literally stopped, and I was whizzing by them going 40, I felt very cool. Yeah, that would be satisfying. Now there's less traffic. I I was almost going to say no traffic, but less. Yeah. Just enough to annoy me. Speaking of going places, tomorrow, October 16th, Mario Kart Live is being released. Wait, what is it? So Mario Kart, which is... I, I think I can safely assume anyone, everyone knows what Mario Kart is, this Mario game where you're in a little kart and race around a track. But Mario Kart Live is you get a little kart and it connects to your Nintendo Switch and whatever the kart sees, a little camera on it, is on your big screen Nintendo Switch. And so you actually make oh. your own real track with the kart. You, you go through the track once and then you can race in real life. And I it forgot. does like a little overlay. Oh, yeah, I said I was gonna buy that with you. I forgot about that thing. That's yes, what I was asking. I'm I'm afraid that tomorrow, because I'm gonna try and get there as early as I can. There's gonna be scrapers there, scrapers, scalpers, whatever they're scalpers. called, scalpers that are just gonna like buy as many as they're allowed to, and then jack up the price. Because I can totally see Nintendo purposely underproducing because they're not quite sure how many people are really gonna buy it, and then they're all gone like after day one. So I was just going to buy you a second one since I was going to be there in the morning anyways. Then yes, please. Okay. Because I was thinking that this was like, 
like Quake Live, like just like oh, free or online cheap Mario version Kart. of it, something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That, that has a lot of questions because that's confusing. You're like, oh no, I'll just buy it online. I'm like, oh, yeah, you have to download it online, but you need the cart still. <laughs> you can't get that from online. Maybe. Yeah. It, usually with most Nintendo products, I'll see an Amazon being like pre-order now, but this one's been weird. There's been nowhere that's that's allowing to be pre-ordered. They're all saying out of stock or you know not available yet, which is really weird for Nintendo product. Huh. Yeah, so that's why I'm getting up early and just gonna go to GameStop, and if they don't have it, you know, move on to all the other all the other stores. But I'm really excited because what I want to do is obviously I can make a track out of my whole house. I'll use the uh, kitchen that goes. So my house is weird. It's if you walk in the front door, it's a perfect circle. You can walk in, but then the kitchen's in the in the center of that circle, so you can cut through the whole house through the kitchen area. So I'm gonna make a track making a figure eight with the kitchen being in the middle, and then the cat will be one of the track. Uh, oh, what are they called? Track like hazards, there we go. Hazards and punk other things. But then I'm gonna take since it's all streaming to the switch, I'm gonna take the switch to my my room and stream it live in my own house. Twitch stream the Mario Kart live. And that should be fun. I just have to make sure I don't accidentally show myself on screen and be like, oh shit, there's my address on the bottom right corner of a single frame and as it's driving around. Yeah, you have to put pants on too. Oh no, not no pants. That's that's a deal breaker. I go. I want to get more viewers. You could take it through the uh, the Goat Sea Tunnel. <laughs> Goat Sea Tunnel. Oh, the Tunnel man. of Love. <laughs> oh man! And this is like, huh? This Twitch stopped streaming immediately. What happened? But yeah, that that should be fun. They said you can play up to four players, but every player has to get it, and each one's a hundred bucks. So. I think that's probably going to be the biggest deal breaker because during COVID, how many people are hanging out with each other, you know, constantly to have at least up to four people to all have it. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those things that's a really cool idea, which I really like, but I feel like it will get, you'll, you'll burn out quick because playing against the bots or the computers or like, you know, that, that overlay VR bot thing is like, you get bored of that real quick. And what I've been reading reviews of people who have gotten like a sneak peek early at it, they're saying like, yeah, the only way to make them interesting is you have to purposely make the track like harder for you, like harder for the cart to actually go through. That wouldn't be hard for the computers like because they're just over, they're just overlay. They're not actually physically having to deal with real things. Um, but then at that point, you're like, wait, why do I have to work hard to make it harder on myself? It's like not as fun kind of thing. But I think it should be really cool. I think one of those things that like, oh yeah, I have the original cart once it becomes like some kind of crazy collector's item later. Those batteries will be toast. Yeah. I don't think it'll be removable batteries, that's for certain. It's such a weird product. They make the weirdest things. It's a physical cart. Mm-hmm. Like a Mario Kart thing with the camera, and you drive it around your house and you mm-hmm. stare at your switch. That's super yeah. weird. How's the signal going to transmit through the walls and stuff? That's I'm, ass- I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to do it. Every, every video I've seen, it's never been like, oh, I'm outdoors. It's always inside a house, which makes me think you're going to have to connect it directly to your wireless router. It's oh, so not going to have it. infrastructure. Yeah, I'm not assuming peer-to-peer. it's going to be using, yeah, it's not going to be peer to peer. It's going to be using the uh, wireless router. Well, I'll know tomorrow once I try and set it up how it's, you know, 
it won't tell me probably directly, but I'll probably get a feeling for how it's working. If it asks me, what's the wireless router? Searching for cart, turn the cart on, you know, that kind of a thing. Because it's just I mean, asking to get hacked. <laughs> I'm just you now asleep at night and I suddenly see like the red eye turn on the cart. It takes off. Yeah, imagine this thing pushing its way into the bathroom while you're taking a shit and it's like, your fiber intake is low. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. Need, need the uh, the Cylon sound to go off. Wow, wow. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to be really fun. And uh, yeah, I think the, the best part, which is funny, like that they've done it in this Mario Kart Live, but I've never seen it done in Mario Kart, the game, is you can build your own track. You build it out of uh, wherever you put the one, two, three, four, like little markers. And I've never, I've never, I didn't realize it until now, but I've never seen a Mario mario kart editor and that'd be something that'd be a lot of fun and you could share it online since nintendo has online for everything now what what how would you share it on online if it's in your house no i'm talking about regular mario kart oh yeah original mario cool. kart game yeah i feel like that's something like huh why has that never been thought of before it seems like such a, like a basic feature but that's nintendo in a, in a nutshell basic features we won't have for 20 years yeah it makes me think of the um Unreal Tournament vehicle maps, Unreal mm-hmm. Tournament 2004. There were these vehicle maps where you'd get in vehicles and like climb and go through these obstacles. Yeah, obstacle courses. Remember, yeah. you were trying to stop the uh, whatever the, the the raptor from messing us up, and you're like, "Stop!" And then it started auto playing the uh, "In the Name of Love." <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't remember Whoa. that specifically, but yeah, that was a heavily modded server. Everything you typed ended up being some soundtrack. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <sighs> and there's some crazy bugs in some of those Mario Kart maps where you can like uh it's one of the rainbow maps. You're like in space and stuff. You can fall off the top of one of the it's like this multi-level <laughs> spiral thing and you mm-hmm. can fall all the way down and bypass everybody ended up in first place by falling in a very specific it's basically a, like a controlled fall where you tumble from one thing to another and you end up the in gravity first keeps place. shifting, so you're staying yeah. in the middle of you spiral towards the first place. Yeah, and I managed to do that, and you got a really great video. I wonder if you can export that because I can put that in the show notes. I can because it's on a uh, a disc. I'll I'll do that tonight. Okay. I was in last place. I I shot the blue shell, which goes straight for the first place person. I fell <laughs> off the map because I suck, and I just I fell and I fell and I I bounced into a bunch of stuff. And then I ended up in first place and just took off. Woohoo! And then I got hit by my own blue shell. <laughs> ended up in last place again. Well, I, remember, I remember that was so beautiful because you're like, oh, okay, whatever, I got the blue shell. And you threw it and then it went straight forward and then it turned around and came right back to you. <laughs> you're like, woohoo! Oh, crap. Oh, I'm happy and sad at the same time. Oh, poor George. You got to make a backup of some of those things. I should. It's all sitting on my Switch's uh, memory card, so I just gotta, ex- I gotta download it onto the PC. You could put it up on Backblaze B two with that account that I walked. Yeah, through. speaking of backing up, tell me about Backblaze. You were showing me over the weekend. Yeah, I have a story about cloud storage. Something I never considered before, and uh, it just happened to me yesterday. Google Drive sent me this email. I totally thought it was a phishing, uh, some phishing attempt. Already it sounds like phishing. If Google Drive is sending you an email, uh, sending an email. I gotta look it up. I'm looking for 
the screenshot I took of this sketchy ass email. Okay, it says you oh on a regular basis, a little, little tangent before I get started. On a regular mm-hmm. basis, I get these emails from Google because I have all these alerts and stuff set up on uh, different accounts. Let's see. The one I just got right before the show was G Suite status alert. Status. No issues. Yeah. Why Why did you fucking email me? Anyway, <laughs> the email that I got that I thought was a phishing attempt was G, uh, dear G Suite administrator, they still don't have the branding straight because they call it workspaces now or something. It used to be called Google Apps. You have an important notification uh, from Google Operations, never heard of that, that requires your attention. Sure. Click this link. So I manually went to where they described this alert would be. Mm-hmm. Found the alert. Turns out it was a legit email. And what did they tell me? Where's my my notes? Where'd it go? Um, basically, they lost some of my information. I have unlimited okay, now storage. Now it sounds with like them. a lie. Google lost your information. That doesn't happen that much. It's pretty infrequent that they lose somebody's. What the fuck? I just remember when Google Plus came out and it was like, please enter your name. Everybody laughed. It's like, oh, Google, you already know my name based on my IP. And I, I can't pull it up right now because it's some fucking Mac OS bug. Um, hmm. I'm going to do this from memory. They deleted my shit because of a, uh, a race condition. That's what they said, their words. And it will take 30, no, 90 days <laughs> to restore uh-huh. my information if they can. And they're going to put it in a folder called recovered something or other. Also, that the folder doesn't exist because they haven't recovered anything yet. So in the meantime, I have multi-part backups. You know, where it just like zips up some stuff and puts part one of 800 <laughs> up on there. Uh-huh. So I have a multi-part backup. Each part of the multi-part depends on each other. It's all useless because something in the middle is gone now. Thank you, Google. Yes. Nice. 90 days to restore that. What did you mean by race condition? I'm confused Their words. Means. I don't know. Something okay. about having too many files. Apparently that's a thing. Too many files in one folder. And I do have a backup tool that puts stuff in there. Never been you know, a problem before. Maybe you should stop putting your prawn on Google Drive and then you wouldn't have too many files that's in one it folder. Is. It's a multi-part backup system, so it's multiple files per Container or whatever they're putting them in, so it's not like individual files. That sucks. So luckily, I have a replica of that same information on Backblaze B two, which is why I told you about them. They claim to have eleven nines of durability. Ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Just keep going until you hit eleven. That's how durable it is, which is the same as Amazon S three. The difference is, uh, with Amazon S3, you pay more in general. You can pay mm-hmm. less. Uh, you pay more with their standard storage, uh, their standard S3 storage, and it's in multiple availability zones. So if you put it into one region, like Ohio, 
it's stored in at least three data centers that are all separately managed. So if three states get bombed at once. No, no, no. That's my only fear. One state. Oh, that that's your fear? But you can do multi-region, which would be oh, multiple okay. states. But one region is multi-availability zone, which is different mm. data centers in the same state. But yeah, if you're worried about multiple states, you can do multi-region. It's okay. just overkill. And you pay Two out multiple of three. times. Um, but very redundant, very safe, because it's going to save it in more than one place. So if one place gets sapped by lightning, destroys the whole infrastructure, everyone's burned alive, don't worry, your data's safe with us. Burned alive, yes. <laughs> hey, you never know. There was a bank in Torrance, California, mm-hmm. that had uh, the exterior of the building had flammable metal. Wait. And yeah. I had to think about that for a second. It's apparently some metal. cheap shit that they put on the front of the building. Did they the whole fucking bank burnt down. Okay. The whole <laughs> bank is just poof. Yeah. Everything in people's safety deposit boxes is gone. Just well, it's not gone, it's just it's taking a new form. It's like building seven. Building seven? I'm lost. It's What's... the third building that fell on 9-11. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Except this bank was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just ashy. Yeah. They must have made it out of thermite or something. I don't know. Speaking of ash heaps, have you heard anything about Californians leaving California? Due to, uh, from, from what I've seen, maybe it's just YouTube just blasts me with one video after I watched you know, blast me with many videos after I watch one video about it, but like the major complaints is Los Angeles homeless has gotten out of control and the state is planning to release a new tax hike for anyone who makes, you know, above a certain, anybody in the upper echelon of income does only be now half their income being taxed instead of 25% kind of craziness. Have you heard anything about that? Uh, I have heard about the first part of what you said, not the last part. Have you seen the episode of South Park? With the homeless people roaming around the town like zombies. Change. 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 Yeah. Change. That's a, it's a real, uh, real problem. And people really are leaving. It's not just the algorithms sending you bullshit. If you look at the price of a U-Haul. Oh, is it skyrocketing? Because everybody's trying I, to get yeah. it. I don't remember which way it is. It's. It's more expensive to leave than it is to come in. Something. However, that math ends up working out. Mm-hmm. Based on the price of U-Hauls, you can determine that more people are leaving than arriving here. Coming back in. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing I was thinking is that with all of this, with everybody doing COVID, and anybody who still can work is probably working from home if they make like a significant amount of money. And they're probably realizing... It's not that important to live in California right now if you're if you're in that working situation. Like you could, I think the, I think the best idea I've heard was there are people that are moving to Las Vegas because Las Vegas is like just dirt ass cheap. It's just the just utility bill for air conditioning gets you know crazy, and if it dies, you 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 literally die. That's that's just it. You're over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but besides those two, you know, problems, uh, you just literally die. You don't call the AC guy because the AC guy's probably, you know, he's not coming out to save you. He's not going to risk it. Your house is, is just toast. Um, but 
you you live in Las Vegas, which is really cheap, and it's Nevada and, and Las Vegas too, so taxes there's not that much. And then if you do have family or or you know businesses or houses in California, it's a four hour drive. So you just make a weekend out of it. You don't you don't worry too much. I mean, if if, if an emergency happens, your your property you open in California is going up in flames. Well, you know, if it's up in flames, there's nothing much you can do about it. But at least you'll be there in four hours to collect the insurance money. You know, it's not the end of the world. Whereas, I think it was it was a Roe Jogan. He moved to uh, Texas. Or was so it if Joe he had Rogan? Anything, Roe Jogan. Uh, Joe I think Rogan? it was Roe Jogan. I think Joe Rogan, Rogan. stayed. Roe Jogan left. <laughs> um, if he had any, I don't think he has anything left in California. But if there was anything he wanted to do in California. He had to fly, which in COVID is you know makes everybody throw but. A little bit sweaty on the plane. <coughs> oh shit! Exactly. Um, so driving distance from Las Vegas seems seems practical. I don't. Know, would you ever consider moving away from California? Uh, that conversation involves more than just me. So I guess that's true. Well, I like, don't know. Let's say, let's say you weren't going to live in California. Could you imagine? Where would you imagine? a state you would live in. Uh, you really have to go though to those places. You can't imagine it. You have to go there and just hang out and feel the vibe. I never would have guessed that Savannah, Georgia was such a cool place until I went there. Yeah, I could see that. Never would have guessed it. If you, you ask me, a straw hat and some wheat in your, in your, yeah, see, I would have made fun of it. <laughs> I didn't know, but mm-hmm. really cool place. I think, because of, I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole, but because of the news media or TV or whatever, every in California at least, California and probably New York too, whenever we see references to other states, it's always super archetyped or it's like the worst of that entire state we see. And so just without realizing it, we always think of like, well, if you don't live in California, you're not living in the United States or if you're not living in New York. <laughs> it's not a real place. But, you know, like, I remember when yeah. I went to Georgia, Atlanta, and that was, like, a really nice place. And they had a lot of things that are up and coming and new and things being developed. Of course, this is before COVID, so maybe that's all turned sideways. But um, it was kind of thing where, like, I, was, I didn't realize how conditioned I was when I would walk down the street in California that I would just feel dry and, like, parched and my eyes are, like, drying out. And I'm just, like, I just have little uh, ping pong balls that have, that have been punctured for eyes. <laughs> whereas when i was walking down the street in atlanta georgia and i'm walking because i didn't i don't want to pay for a car so i'm just walking around my hair was smoother it wasn't like crisp and drying like a tumbleweed my eyes and this is back before i got uh laser eyes uh, and i wore contacts i never i realized my eyes were itchy at all i never realized how commonplace that was in california just to be walking around and have itchy eyes because the contacts drying out and then Georgia was never a problem because it was so humid. It was great. And in Savannah, but, you can mm-hmm. drink on the street. Well, you can always drink on the street. It just becomes an interesting game of evading the cops in California. Uh, yeah, in California, you have to be homeless. They only <laughs> yeah. oh, enforce oh, yeah, the law if you correct. have money. Or lack of money. Uh, no, no. That, you have to be in your encampment, then you're safe. If you have a lack of money, you have money. If you live on the street, uh, in California, you have yeah. no money. They will not enforce the laws on you. You can, you like in New York, last time I was there, this woman came out of the subway, pulled her pants down, 
no. Literally took a shit in front of me. <laughs> she gave you, did she use her one good eye to give you a good stare as she was... And then as it? she had her one good eye trained on me, like a... <laughs> I don't know, like some kind of demented bird. <laughs> she reached up into her body. Oh, I don't know no. where her hand went. And she pulled out toilet paper. Third pocket. Uh, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> well, at least she had consideration to wipe. Yeah, those big cities aren't <laughs> all they're made up to be. They're made out to be. They're, they're uh, shitholes. Yes. A lot of opportunity in both directions. Yeah, but in the the tech world, you don't technically need to be there. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Like, this is all all of this is causing it the COVID because everybody's working from home, and it feels like at least the big names that I've seen that have like talked about like, oh, California's all I'm getting out. All their jobs or occupations or whatever it is they do for money or their main source of money it never required to be in california in the first place so of course they're like well why am i staying here and paying outrageous amounts of taxes for homeless on the street when i can go to salt lake or go to texas or go to colorado and pay a fraction of the tax and have beautiful countryside yeah i was an early adopter i was tired of california so i moved my studio to the internet so wait, you want to move it out of the shithole of California to the internet. into the shit dumpster that is the internet? The dumpster fire called the internet. <laughs> the dumpster fire. Yeah. Where you're getting you're getting phishing emails from Google itself to fix your race condition problem. Yep. Sometimes it's the uh, Cox Communications internet. Sometimes it's the uh, the Amazon AWS internet. Currently, mm-hmm. it's on AWS. Seems pretty good so far. The rent's a little... Actually, the rent's really low here. You know? about to say, the rent's it's probably like, pretty cheap. You were telling me that's the reason why... It's like why $1.89 would... a month. <laughs> Get a free room and board. Actually, that's not really accurate. The instance by itself, at, when it's reserved... Maybe this particular one isn't that much. It's probably more... Maybe it's like three fifty or something. But then there's like maybe $0.89 cents worth of storage attached to it. It's real pricey. I'm a high roller. That reminds me of, have you heard of the, uh, the internet cafes in Japan where people live there? Really? Yeah, there'll be, so obviously internet cafes is anything new. I've, I've even seen them in California, but in Japan, they're like a really popular social hotspot because then you go there after school, you can rent out a computer and play your game or do whatever you want to online. And because that's what their business is, it's like the highest speed they can get, it's the, the best processors they can get. That's, you know, f- fuel, um, not fuel efficient, cost efficient. Um, but some people, obviously none of these, most of these people, I, I don't know for certain, but it seems like none of them are in a good place. It's not like nobody's like willingly wanting to live here, but they're basically paying continuously to rent these little rooms to the computer and they use the bathroom and then they, buy food at the concession stand and that's where they're living. That's weird. Yeah. But all the interviews, it's like, oh man, one of them was like, of course at the same time, because it's international, I'm assuming it's, it's sensationalized purposely to get YouTube clicks or, you know, whatever, whatever the original medium was. Yeah, like those get. robot bars. 
well not even that i mean like it's like it could be a story about oh no this poor child has cat eyes <laughs> and it's a lot of badly photoshopped images of a boy uh, like bat boy cats. yeah exactly world, where it's weekly it, world news yeah where it the truth is probably in there there's probably is a kid who could see really well in the dark and they're like oh it's like you have cat eyes and then somebody's like there's a story right there so I, i'm assuming it, it probably is a little bit sensationalized but you know like like the one of the interviewers was like she didn't expect to live past 20 and they never went to why she thought that she just said that so i'm like oh she must be coming from a really bad situation at home and that this internet cafe was sort of just like a escape from that and she didn't plan her life beyond the age of 20 and then here she is at 25 going i don't know how to get out of this anymore like i have no plan i have no dream so i don't know but just you're talking about renting internet <laughs> some people don't take it to the next level so you need to step up your game you need to find an internet cafe to rent out of forever well i did have physical hardware in a rack but when i had that is a space rack not Ah, uh, not Iraq. <laughs> space race. <laughs> not like space uh, force. Arrested Development, where they they built homes in Iraq. Never mind. Uh, so the, Why the would server, I care if you're from Iran? <laughs> the servers are mostly in terms of the, the hardware. It's taken care of by AWS. It saves me a lot of time. If I had to spend an hour, you know, jiggling the handle on the something that mm-hmm. fucked up on the server. That would be a huge waste of my time and it would cost me more than it cost me to store it here in AWS for months. So it's a lot cheaper for me to pay Amazon. Is you're talking about Black... Wait, AWS or Backblaze? It's AWS. a lot cheaper than Amazon. I'm talking about okay. the server hosting. Uh, the same logic applies to my backup storage. I have a lot of hard disks laying around. Sometimes I have problems. Sometimes I have to, uh, uh, you know, hit the don't do this at home hit the hard drive make it work again um (laughs) Hmm. this stuff breaks it's consumable and i can't really rely on it because you think you put your files your bits onto the disc you think you're going to get them back exactly the same way and that's not the case unless you have some kind of checksumming you're likely to get your photos back from your disc years later with corrupted images of grandma little green lines through her face and stuff. Oh, that bad. kind of corruption. That gotcha. kind of corruption, yeah. Subtle. And even with versioned backups, especially if you've got them rolling off and you're not keeping all of them, which in general is not a good idea, but unless you have checked something, you, you kind of, in some scenarios for certain data sets, you need that. Um, you'll have silent corruption on your disk, and then your backups are propagating that corruption like if you were modifying something while it was being backed up sometimes, you can have this. Mm-hmm. You have this temporal smear that you're getting uploaded to Backblaze B2. Uh, but with images, they'll, they're just sitting there on the disk, and sometimes they're hard to read back, so they'll end up being, being corrupted with little lines and stuff through the image. And those backups just get propagated into all your versions on your backup service, and there's no way to discover that there was corruption unless you have a specifically made file system like ZFS on your local system where uh, that file is getting checksummed and verified against some parity information. So technically it is uh, more durable and safer 
to keep it, keep your master in backblaze B2 or S3 and then pull it down to the disk when you want it. Because well, don't, don't they have a service where they will put it on a disk and email it to you? Not email you to, I mean, send it to you? Backblaze it? will do that, yeah. Amazon technically, technically will too. Uh, but Backblaze also has this really cool feature where, or this other service just called Backblaze. It's $5 a month for unlimited backup. But that's like archival backup of your disk. Mm-hmm. All your disks that are attached to your system. So that, that's unlimited. So if you had a bunch of 16 terabyte drives that were all full, that'd be backed up. But what I'm talking about is a little different where you're using their B2 object storage system. You just pay as you go, which mm-hmm. could theoretically or easily be less than $5 a month. And uh, I'm talking about using that as the master and then just pulling stuff as you need it to your local disk. It's a little backwards from what people are used to using it. They're used to having their local machine be the master and then syncing it up to Backblaze. But in terms of data integrity, it would be safer to make copies of your photos from Backblaze B2. And I have a lot of photos and I've actually discovered a lot of them are corrupted. I had it on a big storage array, and since the information spread across 15 disks, it, each disk had its own little failure in its own little way. Uh, so mm-hmm. if I were to just scrub through a whole bunch of photos, I could probably, at a glance, I might, I might actually be able to identify 100 corrupt photos. Some of them, there is no preview for them anymore. Like, I don't even know what happened to the file. Do you know what the file is? Yeah, I don't. Except for its context near the other photos, because mm-hmm. generally they're grouped. So there's like metadata and stuff in the in an iPhoto library, which I guess now is just called the Photos app. Uh, though even though the image is corrupted or the thumbnail is corrupted, maybe I could regenerate it from the original if it was a raw. Uh, the context of where that photo was taken relative to to the others in terms of the the positioning in the photo app. I can kind of tell that this was from a certain trip. Anyway. Uh, Gone. You've got to record, you, or you got to do your... Yeah, I'm going to do some streaming tonight, so streaming. I'm going to leave after this. Um, let's read out your domain. The easy one. In, uh, no, sorry. T-R... I know, you want to say your own first, and then say mine, but... Okay. I'll start with Troy okay. first. Noob.301.zone. And Troy.301.zone. That'll redirect to Troy's Twitch stream. Twitch.tv slash Troy C-N-N-N. It'll redirect there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to redirect them to Goatsy. <laughs> For now. Which is why you got to own your own domain. So that mm-hmm. way you can redirect it to Twitch. They don't get Goatsy. And you don't have to worry about me changing your redirect to Goatsy. And bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions and bringyourwallet.com actually frothymix.info slash donate to support the show and share the show. See you next week. Good night.